Welcome to the Nate Show. This is the Nate Show podcast. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate that. Feel free to follow along on social media at Nate Show 423 on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram, where there you can keep track of new podcast episodes, new video projects, and upcoming stand-up comedy events. The Nate Show podcast is available on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, CastBox, and pretty much anywhere you get your podcast from. All right, I hope that everyone is having a wonderful, um, as I adjust my chair here, having a wonderful Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I should probably stop waiting until like midnight the night before I'm posting a podcast to record it. Um, But I'm here with the rest of you, like celebrating this long Memorial Day weekend, and then it dawned on me, I have to work in the morning. I have to work all week. So here I am just like living it up like I ain't got nothing to do, but... You know, I did do a little bit of preparation today. I did uh, make some notes and some things that are on topic for Memorial Day weekend. Uh, I had posted on Instagram earlier. It's kind of some, you know, do's and don'ts of etiquette when you're at the cookout. And it's mainly just as it pertains to hot dogs. Um, I think most people kind of know like how to build a burger and build their plate. But there's a lot of things that I see with hot dogs that I don't necessarily agree with. And I found an article that supports uh, my thesis on this. And so I'm going to talk about that for a minute. And then I found another article um, and I'll give credit where credit's due as I read or go. I won't read like the entire articles, but I kind of skim through and, uh, you know, give credit where credit's due and kind of provide my thoughts on it. But um, it's it's about like from the perspective of if you're a parent and talking to your kids and doing things for Memorial Day. But I thought. As I was reading it, I thought, well, these are things that would be good for me to just do in general and things to remember in general, because, you know, while I'm going to start talking about, you know, barbecues and cookouts and and stuff like that, you know, it's easy to forget, kind of like it is with a lot of holidays um, here in America, that there are things that precede that and there are things that are more important than just, you know, the idea of cooking out with your friends and family. That's great. But do you really remember uh, the point of the whole thing. And so I'll go ahead and get into some stuff here. Uh, like I said, that first article, as I pull it up here, um, I love that there's a website, www.hotdog.org. That's fantastic. The hot, there's a, um, a hyphen, uh, between hot and dog. So if you're trying to look that up to read along, uh, but this is a full guide that they've posted. This is according to the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council. Let's let that sit for a second. This is the National Hot Dog and Sausage Council that has put this together. And this is the etiquette. And this one I, pr- I will pretty much um, go through and give my thoughts on each one. These are do's and don'ts for hot dogs at the cookout this Memorial Day. And then, of course, you can listen to this podcast again on the 4th of July. And it'll still apply. So here's a don't. Don't put hot dog toppings between the bun and the... Okay, let me start that over. I'm not even going to edit around that. I messed that up right off the bat. We're off to a great start. Just like the comedy event that I did last night. That was not my best work. But the less said about that, uh, the better. So don't put hot dog toppings between the hot dog and the bun. Always, quote, dress the dog, end quote, not the bun. Condiments should be applied in the following order. Wet condiments like mustard and chili are applied first, followed by chunky condiments like relish, onions, and sauerkraut. 
followed by shredded cheese, followed by spices like celery, salt, or pepper. Um, I agree with this, and that's just kind of common sense. If you're putting um, any type of mustard or anything like that on there, you want to put that on first because any topping you put on after that's going to stick to it. A lot of times if you put you know, the onions or whatever on first and then put the mustard on, it can be kind of tricky and kind of messy. So do. Do serve sesame seed, poppy seed, and plain buns with hot dogs. Sun-dried tomato buns or basil buns are considered gauche with franks. I'm not sure if I said that word correctly, but um, kind of a spoiler alert, this article is very big on not being pretentious at your cookout. So don't. Use a cloth napkin to wipe your mouth when eating a hot dog. Paper is always preferable. I agree with that too. Um, cloth napkin. It's just you're going to have to run it in the laundry. Those mustard stains are never going to come out. So um, a lot of people already have trouble getting chili stains out of their clothes, if you know what I'm saying. So it's kind of gross, but I said it and I'm not editing it out. So do eat hot dogs on buns with your hands. Utensils should not touch hot dogs on buns. I'm not, I don't know that I've ever seen anyone use utensils, but if uh, they do, they should go to jail. Do use paper plates to serve hot dogs. Everyday dishes are acceptable. China is a no-no. Yeah, you really shouldn't be using your fine china to serve hot dogs. Don't take more than five bites to finish a hot dog. For foot-long wiener, seven bites are acceptable. Don't. Leave bits of bun on your plate. Eat it all. Yeah, you got to finish the bread. I don't care if you're gluten-free. I don't care. Finish the bread. Finish the bun. It's all part of the presentation. Um, speaking of presentation, don't. Fresh herbs on the same plate with hot dogs overdo the present. So let me read that again. As a sentence is constructed kind of funny and I can't read and it's late. Fresh herbs on the same plate with hot dogs overdo the presentation. Yeah, no fresh herbs. Again, don't be pretentious. Don't be a jerk. This is the biggest don't that I can see here. Don't use ketchup on your hot dog after the age of 18. Mustard, relish, onions, cheese, and chili are acceptable. Uh, They didn't mention mayonnaise uh, or mayo for you lazy people out there. Um, I'm not a big fan of mayonnaise on much of anything unless it's mixed in with a lot of other stuff, like on a Wendy's burger or stuff like that. I'll eat it but I don't like straight up just mayonnaise on a hot dog, but I know people are into that sort of thing. It's kind of a gray area. If you have a problem with the ketchup portion of this, which I do, because every time I've ever seen, I know that adults will put ketchup on their hot dog. I know that it happens, but I've never seen it like in the flesh. I've seen kids, like you see the kids at the, you know, the kids table, they've cut up the hot dog and they've got the ketchup that they're dipping. I get it. But just to me, like, I'm such a big fan of mustard. Maybe I'm biased, but I've never understood the ketchup with the hot dog. It's just not really appealing to me. So, do condiments condiments remaining on the fingers after eating a hot dog should be licked away, not washed. Agree with that, too. Do use multicolored toothpicks to serve cocktail wieners. Cocktail forks are in poor taste. Don't. Send a thank you note following a hot dog barbecue. It would not be in keeping with the unpretentious nature of hot dogs. Don't bring wine to a hot dog barbecue for you wine people. Beer, soda, lemonade, and iced tea are preferable. Don't ever think there is a wrong way to serve hot dogs. Let me read that again because I screwed that up too. Wow, we're really on fire today. And this was the last one. I was trying to end strong here. Um... Don't ever think there's a wrong time to serve hot dogs. <laughs> it's true. It's hot dogs year round. I'm going to read my favorite one again. 
don't take more than five bites to finish a hot dog for foot long wiener seven bites are acceptable so there's some do's and don'ts when it comes to hot dogs and again if you have you know have any problems with that take it up with the national hot dog and sausage council now personally i happen to work at a taco place i won't you know name the place of it because you know sometimes when you're doing a podcast things can get tricky if you know you don't get approval based on you know know, advertising rights and all that stuff but so i won't say the name of the taco uh place that i work at but um you know I was walking uh, earlier down from my house and uh, was over by the creek just listening to the ambiance of the water and I saw a duck and it was white. So that's neither here nor there. I just thought I'd tell you what I did with my day today. But, um, you know, Memorial Day is an exciting time. All these, you know, national holidays, especially the ones in the summertime, people get excited. This sort of marks the, um, it's like the official, like the unofficial start of summer vacation series you know i've got a birthday coming up a week from now and i'll be spending a couple days like a kind of little mini vacation away from here it's just sort of the um this is the time it's you know late may early june is time you start putting it on your calendar um big things popping you know it's it's vacation and labor day is usually the end of that it's like okay now we got to start preparing for fall or you know winter is coming you know you know you can actually say that now and not be a nerd because winter is always coming it's like Whenever this just allow me to just indulge me for a second. Whenever people say, you know, for the church going among us, when people say stuff like we're getting closer to Jesus coming back than we've ever been. You know, if you believe in in Jesus coming back and all that stuff, or you say we're closer now to finding a cure for cancer than we've ever been. It's like, yeah, that's literally how time works. Like when I started this sentence, you know, I was further away from the end of it than I was when I ended it. It's just kind of the way that time works. It's I mean, as far as I know, I don't know time travel, this whole thing. Avengers Endgame confused me. But anyway, so this is uh, an article that I found and I won't, you know, on these especially on these holiday episodes, I don't like talking for very long just because you know, there's already not much to talk about and you aren't paying attention anyway. But if you're at the cookout or at the gym before the cookout or after the cookout that you're having or you're in drive through at cookout, just listen to this and maybe maybe it'll help. But this is uh, from parents.com and this is 12 patriotic ways to celebrate Memorial Day with your kids. But like I said, Memorial Day is sort of more than just a backyard barbecue and it's these are things that even though i'm not a parent that i know of these are things that were kind of enlightening to me and so i'm going to share them with you uh one explain to your kids what memorial day is all about and the article goes on to explain kind of the originations of uh memorial day and then how in 71 it was president nixon that made it you know the last monday of may is a federal holiday that we recognize uh Number two, read kids' books about the holiday together. And it gives an example of different books that you can check out as far as that goes. Um, If you're an adult, there is a... um, I'm looking around my little area down here real quick to see if I can find the book. Uh, There is a book, uh, again, for you church-going folk, there is a book called Battlefields and Blessings. And it's sort of a daily devotional, but it ties in uh, Revolutionary War-era type stories and how it applies to 
your prayer life and stuff like that. So again, if you're a Christian listening, that's something that might be beneficial and help you learn about, you know, your country's history and that sort of thing. So number three, make patriotic crafts to decorate your home or to take local celebrations. Um, I'm not really an arts or crafts type person, but I know a lot of people, um, my mom is one of them. If she's listening, uh, that are on Pinterest and always looking at stuff. So that's always a good thing. Uh, number four, make an Americana themed dessert with the kiddos help. So that's pretty cool. You know, I remember growing up, my favorite dessert, uh, for the longest time was just jello. I used to get so excited, uh, and so hard not to do a Cosby impression there, but I don't want to do that. Cause you know, he's in jail cause he did bad things, but allegedly, but he did those things. I, I believe he did those things. I don't want this to become an argument. I think he did it. I'm not justifying anything. I think he did them. So anyway, uh, long live America. So dessert, jello. And I used to always get excited because if I remember correctly, maybe this is just my imagination doing funny stuff, but I remember um, not knowing what color it was going to be or flavor before, you know, it. I don't know what this story has to do with anything, but you could make like a red and blue uh, jello like the cherry or the blue raspberry or whatever flavors are out now and uh, have the kids help with that or whatever you could do a uh, they give some examples here but it just has some different stuff and, and i'm as you can tell i'm not big on recipes either so i'm not even gonna try to read any of those but there's some examples there on how to do that uh, number five teach kids how to fly the flag and i think another one that would be good is teaching uh, children it actually does mention this here i just now noticed that uh, you can also teach older children how to fold the flag properly and not letting it touch the ground, the importance of all that and everything. Uh, number six, attend a parade or other community event. And it's usually pretty easy. Uh, your local, I know people don't really read uh, newspapers anymore, but your local newspaper's website uh, usually, especially on Facebook, does a good job of updating you on community events. You can always... Uh, check that out. Number seven, visit a war memorial or veteran cemetery in your town. There's actually one uh, just up the road from my house, about a mile or two, and uh, right off the interstate. And that's always important. And you can go and you can look. And the one that's near me has, a, and I know there's one downtown Johnson City as well here in Tennessee. But there's one. I mean, you, there's always usually a wall, um, not the one like Trump's trying to build, but a wall that shows the different veterans that gave their life for our country. And that's always something that's, it's moving. And I want to give a little piece of advice to people. Um, I think a lack of awareness is something that our country struggles with. And I noticed it a few years ago, I was in DC and I was at the Memorial there, you know, the big one. And, um, especially in this generation where people are always on Facebook, Instagram and all that. And they're, selfies and snapchat and all that stuff if you're taking a picture um, at a memorial where that's honoring or just in a place like that at all where you're honoring people that have given their life or people that have passed away but especially when it's people that have given their life in a war whether or not you believe in the war whether or not you believe in why we went to war any of that other stuff none of that really matters at the end of the day the fact of the matter is they believed in what they were doing and it was for the greater good of our country, and they gave their life. So if you're taking a picture at any of these memorials, don't smile for the, the picture. This isn't about you. This isn't about you being cute. This is if, if you're with a group or you're just taking a picture, you're trying to honor, just don't smile. There's nothing to smile about. Just understand time and place and understand being aware and 
yes, this is me talking. I've struggled with things like that before, but it was something that was profound that I noticed. I saw two or three different people taking pictures or, you know, kids running around acting a fool at the memorial. That's not the time or place. And I don't want to go off on, on kids and how they're the worst um, sometimes. And by sometimes I mean most of the time and by most of the time, I mean all the time. But anyway, moving along, uh, number eight, make a trip to the veterans hospital or a veterans of foreign wars post. Um, it also says, you know, you can, you could, one of the things you could do is you could bring the people at those places. You could bring them cookies or, you know, donate some different things so they can have them there or have your children prepare a song to sing such as, such as America, the beautiful or star spangled banner, something like that. It's a really good idea. Uh, number nine, participate in the VFW's Buddy Poppy program. And again, you can check the, um, this is on parents.com if you want to check this article for more information. Uh, number 10, and this is a really good one, send a care package to soldiers. Um, I know that, you know, since the Bush administration left office and we went through, you know, eight years of Obama, now we're two years or whatever it is into Trump, it seems like it's been 20 but we're two years into that. You don't hear as much about us being at war as you did when Bush was in office, but you know, we still have a lot of military members uh, overseas and doing different things. So do a little research and see what programs are being offered uh, and make sure whenever you're donating or, or doing anything like that, make sure you actually get tangible proof of where the stuff is going. Um, I'm not going to name any names. I don't want to get in trouble, but I've seen a lot of times where you're just, you know, you're donating money to a, a quote unquote cause or to a t-shirt or some wristband or something. And that money is just being pocketed. It's not actually going where it needs to go. Uh, so make sure you're getting tangible proof when you're sending a donation or anything like that. Uh, number 11, invite a military family over for the day. And, uh, that's a good one. Just reaching out to people because you never know. A lot of times these are people that have lost family members uh, usually if you have one person, um, from what I've noticed, if you have one person serving in the military, that person also has family members or friends that are also serving. And sometimes, you know, the way you know, war and different stuff goes, maybe they're either, they've either lost their life or they're still stationed somewhere else. They don't get to see them. So you never know. Someone's maybe spending their entire um, holiday by themselves or alone. So reach out and, you know, see, Hey, we come over, grab a burger, whatever. It's always be a good thing to do. That's something that was the one that whenever I read it, I thought I could definitely afford to go out of my way to be much nicer to um, any uh, veteran or person of service. And number 12, participate in the national moment of remembrance. Um, it's always at 3 PM, your local time, uh, no matter which time zone you're in, that's uh, 3 PM local time. And there's the uh, the prayer for peace is listed in the article, and you can uh, you can look that up and, and have a copy of that. You know, light a candle and uh, sing you know sing that and or sing a song, salute the flag as things that it's listing. But make sure at 3 p.m. local time, uh, read that prayer of peace online and, and do that whole thing. So hopefully I've done that article justice. I know I kind of butchered the English language, but that's sort of my custom. Um, that's sort of what I do from time to time. But um, it's been a it's been a pretty good weekend even though you know like i said i uh the comedy show i think the comedy show that we did at the main street theater downtown johnson city went well um all things considered uh we had four uh, just fantastic uh performers there we didn't have you know quite the size of crowd that we wanted um so we had four different performers we had jen mckinney uh marcy moore mandy wild 
and uh, Tara Smith, who I'll have on the podcast uh, in the middle of June. Uh, I mentioned that a few weeks ago. Uh, we finally got a date for the interview that we're going to do. And um, that's exciting. She tore the house down, as she always does, and so did everyone else. And I came out between sets and told some jokes. And I didn't quite get, o- get over the way that I wanted to, but that's the way it goes sometimes. I, I wasn't really on my game. It was, I wasn't as funny as I wanted to be. Uh, no excuses there. It's just, it kind of is what it is. And it was kind of the first time that I've really felt that, that I've come off the stage and felt like a little bit of anger. Like, man, I, 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 like, I, I always equate things to basketball. Uh, whenever I'm on stage, it's like I've prepared. The shots are either going to go in or they're not. And I'm not going to make all of them. But I want to shoot a pretty good percentage. And so far, I've shot pretty well, I feel like. And last night was the equivalent of me shooting two for 17. I had a Russell Westbrook night. You know what I'm saying? So, but it happens. And I've got some stuff coming up. I know after what I just said, you're not going to want to come see me now. But uh, July 5th in Oak Ridge at the Grove Theater. Um, I'll be there. I'll be there with Jen McKinney, who I mentioned a minute ago. We'll be uh, sort of doing some stuff for Danny Whitson. He was in town recently. Uh, he's a magician and comedian. He was fantastic. I'm really excited to be working with him. And uh, there's some uh, there's an open comedy, open mic comedy night uh, downtown Johnson City. Um, I won't name the place because they're a competitor of a sponsor I'm about to have on the show and do a commercial for. But I'll be over there doing comedy and not buying their beer, but I'll be over there doing comedy on Friday. It'll only probably be five minutes, but, um, you know, that's all it takes sometimes. But there's some exciting stuff coming up and there'll probably be a comedy show locally in Johnson city. For those of you listening local, uh, I'll be in the area doing that, but more details on that as it comes. I don't have everything set in stone yet. Uh, a lot of cool stuff in the works. And like I said, I'm gonna keep some of it tight lipped just because in the past I've over promoted and under delivered, uh, which is the story of my love life too, but that's okay. So I hope everyone's had a fantastic Memorial Day weekend so far, and everyone has a great day. Um, well, if you're, as you're listening to it, I hope it's today um, when this goes up. And again, hope everyone eats a lot of burgers and hot dogs. I'll be working. Uh, I'll be working at a taco place until four, and then I'll be going to the gym. But after that, I'm gonna mess up some hot dogs and burgers in the evening. So I'm really excited about that. But um. Again, hope everyone has a wonderful day. I appreciate you tuning in. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with me, and I appreciate it. And um, I'll be back with another episode on Thursday. Uh, There's some current events in the news that I want to talk about. NBA Finals will be getting started, so I'm going to talk about that too. So I hope to have you back for that. But if not, I get it.